Ah, tiramos al que está pendiente de la cita. Ah, está molvada y quien la ve tan bonita. Ah, 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 ah. estoy pa' ti siempre, beba. Llevamos la noche entera. Esa canción que le cambió toda la dirección Ya que ese no quiere más No quiere llanto, no quiere nada Quiere gozarla, quiere escapar De lo que era su realidad Ya no está puesta para el drama Lo que quiere es gozar No pecar survivors 
of domestic violence is out there and it's provided to them. And it's, it's just so sad that not everyone knows that this stuff is out there for them. Um, most victims or survivors will not know this because their perpetrator will ensure that they don't get this information. And most of, as we all know, uh, people who are per perpetrators of domestic violence, they usually, that's a tactic that they use to make sure that you don't know how to drive, that you don't know how to uh, reach out, that you don't know how to use the internet um, to, to control you, to control and, and make sure that you're not aware. But I have so much information to give to you tonight of what I learned yesterday in this walk, run, roll, and bounce. So the district attorney's office, which I'm going to share their website here, it's bronxda.nyc.gov, and their office is located um, right here in the Bronx on 198 East 161st Street on the fifth floor. Their phone number is 718-590-2115. Uh, and, you know, I think it's important for people to get local information, um, mostly because I do know that I have a high listeners of Bronx residents for New York. But here's what um, they do for the community. Um, if you have been a victim, you may experience physical, financial, or emotional problems as a result of the crime. Working with the police uh, and or the assistant district attorney and being interviewed about what happened to you can be exhausting and emotional. There's a lot of paperwork, and it's a lot of interviews, and that is true. Preparing to testify when your case is ready for trial can be stressful. It is important to know that you don't have to go through it alone and help is available. The Bronx District Attorney's Office has a Crime Victims Assistant Unit on the fifth floor of the Bronx DA's office on the eighth floor of Hall of Justice and the fourth floor of the Criminal Court. Their mission is to foster growth and healing create solutions, and restore balance. Their staff addresses the emotional and concrete needs of victims, crime victims, through a combination of supported counseling, direct services, and facilitating access to the available resources in the community. So who do they serve? And this is, this is like amazing to me because I, you know, I, I didn't even know that by attending one um, event, I, I found out more information. But the Bronx Attorney's um, Victims Unit, um, this is who they serve. Identity theft victims, robbery victims, burglary victims, assault victims, child victims, domestic violence victims, sexual assault victims, loved ones of homicide victims, elder abuse victims, disabled crime victims, and any victim who lives in the Bronx or was a victim of a crime in the Bronx. So that means that like if you came to visit a friend or someone that you thought was a friend or family member and you've been victimized, or assaulted, or your identity was stolen, or you got robbed, or you were assaulted, this is the place that you would go for that. Their staff can help you with crisis intervention, criminal justice advocacy, court account, accompaniment. This word I can never get, but it's where they accompany you <laughs> to go to court. New York State Office of Victim Services assistance with the application compensation. So there is um, resources as well for finance that will give you, you know, if they will help you on how to apply for how to get compensated. 
emergency placement, individual and group counseling, which is very important and very good, um, information and referrals, uh, community education and training. Can help, um, everyone has the right to be safe from threats and violence, but you must take the first step. This is what they're saying. Once you recognize that it is not your fault and that it is possible to change your situation, you can seek the help you need. I hope everyone can hear me. Um, it is important to know that you don't have to go through it alone. Help is available. And you know, um, while I was there in this event yesterday, one of the things that really like caught my attention um, from the two speakers that were there that experienced domestic violence, um, their stories were horrible um, to listen to. I, I cried throughout the whole time. But um, tips on friends and family on what to do if you suspect that a friend is going through it. And what are the signs also? So I think it's important for us as neighbors, community advocates, uh, people, coworkers, I think it's important for us to take some training or resources on how to do that as well. Helping domestic violent victims. If you know someone who is in an abusive relationship, here are some tips. Listen without giving advice unless it is asked for and believe what they tell you. Acknowledge their feelings. Do not tell them how they should feel. Let them know you are concerned about their safety. Do not pressure them to leave their partner. This could be dangerous. Don't assume that they will identify as a victim of domestic violence. Ask questions such as, do you feel afraid of your partner? So I think, I mean, those are great tips, but a lot of people are scared, you know, because if, if you feel that a friend is going through this stuff, you would hope that there are other men or, you know, other people that can really help your friend. Um, some people don't like to get involved. They're like, you know, I like to mind my own business and, you know, but if you can save a life and that's your friend, um, these are some of the tips that they provide that, you know, and I can go over them again if you like. Um, and their mission and vision. To foster growth and healing, create solutions and restore balance after victimization. Our staff addresses the emotional and concrete needs of domestic violence victims through a combination of supportive counseling, direct services, and facilitating access to available resources in the community. Crime Victims Assisting Unit staff is professional, accessible, and compassionate. And this is a quote from a domestic violence survivor. As painful as it is to admit that we are being abused, it is even more painful to come to the conclusion that the person we love is someone we cannot afford to be around. The services they provide, uh, crisis intervention, criminal justice advocacy, Information regarding court systems, criminal, family, and civil. Information and referrals. Court accompaniment. Assistant with application for compensation, OVS, and I'm going to go over that in a minute. Emergency placement, individual and group counseling, community and education, community education and training. Domestic violence is a pattern of abuse behavior that occurs between family members and or intimate partners to gain power and control. Domestic violence can take the form 
of physical, sexual, psychological, emotional, or economic abuse, which was something we were talking about um, with labor. Occurs in every country, in families of all races, cultures, religions, and income levels. Can happen to people of all ages, genders, and sexual orientation. So that was um, from the Bronx District Attorney's Office. And some of the resources that were there on that day um, were Safe Horizon, Choice, and New York City Hope. There was more. Um, also there, but I'm going to play for you what the Bronx District Attorney message was. Um, they're kind of like, I was trying to download them and it didn't work out, so I'm going to go straight from my phone. Hopefully no one will call me. Officials who are here, 
Assembly member Chantel Jackson. <laughs> Assembly member Yudoka Tapia. <laughs> Council member Althea Stevens. <laughs> Council member Marjorie Velasquez. <laughs> and to my team, to the Office of the Bronx Borough President, my Director of Health and Human Services, Dr. Nancy Kemp, and the entire health unit that work closely and collaboratively with the DA's office and the NYPD and Department of Probation and Safe Horizon and NILAC to secure that million dollars. Women are being abused in alarming rates and the frequency of these occurrences makes domestic violence everybody's issue. It's not a female issue. It's not a Brownsville's bar issue. It's plaguing all of our communities, and it's our responsibility to help eradicate it. We also know that victims flee, and when they do, they leave everything behind. They must overcome financial barriers to get back on their feet. And when they come to my court, which is the family court, or the criminal court, we have to help them regain custody of their children. It's important that when victims come forward to tell their stories, and when they seek protective orders in family and criminal court, that they are attorneys like myself who can be assigned to them free of charge because they got no money. Steps must be taken to connect victims throughout all of our courts when they come for legal representation and advice. We have to make it easier for them to get these protective orders and get their family back. It's also imperative that there be sufficient interpreters in our courthouses so that when they come, they can be met with a smile, with understanding, with someone who understands their culture, their ethnicity. It is difficult to navigate the court process as it is when we speak English. So now I've highlighted two of the many things that we can and must do. And I say this not only as the president of the Brown Women's Bar Association, but also as the chair of the Brown's Family Court Bar Association. I have been someone that has witnessed this kind of abuse in my community, in my Indian culture, in my family. And because I have represented hundreds of Bronx women in family court as their appointed counsel in court proceedings. So let's empower victims to come forward. Let's not ask them why they did not do it earlier. Let's not attempt to blame them. Let's educate ourselves so that when we have that first meeting with them, we are sensitive to their needs. Let's encourage them to break their silence and scream what kind of story they are about to tell us. Now in closing, because we have to get to the thing at hand. <laughs> Darcel Clark, thank you so much to our district attorney. Now she is one of our board members. Thank you so much to our borough president, all of the other co-sponsors. Thank you for inviting the Bronx Women's Bar to be here with you today. We appreciate shining a light on this. And those were the district attorney Darcel Clark, our Bronx Borough President, Vanessa Gibson, and the President of the Women's Bar Association, um, who's a counsel in the family court. I didn't get her name, um, but she was there 
and very strong group of women. Um, most of the legislators, leaders, appointed elected leaders are women and women of color in the Bronx. So we're trying, we're trying, we're working hard and they are working extra hard. Something was mentioned um, in the event that there were 700 domestic violence calls in one month. Um, I don't know the severity of each call, um, but the statistics are there. They um, are available. Um, let me cut this off. Sometimes it's very difficult to do both things, but I'm going to um, take a moment to give you um, Linda Collier wrote a poem for me last year for the salty coffee and I created a video for it and let's just I'm, I'm going to take a break um, only because the the topic is is difficult to talk about um, me personally I've never uh, have experienced domestic violence but I do know that my mom did so um, I must have been very small but, you know, you hear family members talk about it. And that's one thing, you know, if, if you have a friend or family member, you know, um, it's important to talk about it to your kids, your children. And it's important to continue to do therapy and counseling um, with your children only because um, you know how people say, oh, she has daddy issues or whatever. Sometimes it's not even that. Um, sometimes you have the, you experience as a baby or a child, you, you can experience those things and then later on not even know or remember. But here's uh, Linda Collier. Domestic violence. I turn my TV up to drown the sound of their TV and the voices of domestic violence. Voices with no names or faces, but I hear the words of pain so vivid and clear. I think back and remember the fears as he beats her, her pain through his anger he never hears. The dual personality has come out of him. As he beats her, the lights go dim. Sending out an SOS for the Almighty to help get her out of this mess. With each slap to her face, with new pain, the old is replaced. Her body is being abused, mistreated, and misused. The life she didn't choose. This beating bastard she needs to lose. I jump with fear from what I hear. Who should I call? What should I do? I wish there was something I could do for you, boo. But I sit and I listen from the living room to the kitchen as she tries to dodge the licks. This is not the first time nor the last time in her ass he kicks. How does she keep taking this? My Lord, will it ever cease? She needs to take a trip to the police for a bond of peace. Before of her, there's no more to see. Her body lying stiff in the back room of the mortuary while someone in the family prepares her eulogy for her burial ceremony. Saying goodbyes as all her kids and family cries, asking the question, why did my daughter, sister, mother have to die? Delete domestic violence. Put up your shill and fence. Get yourself out of hell. Make a report, his ass may go to jail. Vows don't mean literally till death do us part. No, not that way. 
join the march to end domestic violence start the march today so all the women beaters can be put away delete domestic violence let's beat this thing today So there are two more units that I want to go through from the Bronx District Attorney's Office. And basically, I'm just going over the flyers that they provided and that I picked up that I thought were important to, to talk about. And when it comes to providing resources and information on here, um, there was one that's called Stop Human Trafficking. And I'm not sure which unit does this one, but it looks like it's a, a unit within itself. So um, what is human trafficking? Human trafficking is when a person uses force, fraud, or coercion to make another person engage in either the following on their behalf, prostitution or labor. There are two types of human trafficking, sex trafficking and labor trafficking. Then they talk about how that works. Traffickers use a variety of methods, both overt and subtle, to manipulate their victims into working for them. These techniques often convince the victim that she wants, she or he, wants to work or engage in prostitution or that they have no other option or choice. So then they talk about like three, the three types, force, fraud, and coercion. Force, physically abuse or threaten, sexually assault, kidnap, or unlawfully imprison. Fraud, lie about the type of work slash pay, promise money, food, or shelter, Pretend to love the victim. Coercion. Withhold ID documents. Claim debt must be repaid. Threaten to expose a secret. Isolate from family and friends. Surveillance or control. And provide with drugs. I mean, some people, I'm reading this stuff and... Some people think this is normal, that this is how, you know, life is and that that's okay. And it's sad that, you know, that that's like the only option, you know, that they will make it out of their neighborhood or their community or just make it in general, right? Life, life or death option. Who's at risk? In the Bronx, the most common kind of human trafficking we see is sex trafficking, and there are two main types, intimate partner violence and teenage runaways. While another can be a victim of human trafficking, some people are more prone than others, including people of color, 
teenage girls, and LGBTQ plus youth. The following factors can make a person more vulnerable to being trafficked. Unstable living situation, history of domestic violence, history of sexual abuse, poverty or economic need, have run away from home, in the foster care system, undocumented immigrants, addiction to drugs or alcohol. And one of the one of the um, speakers yesterday, that was her story. Her story was that she fell in love with a guy from the United States. I don't know if he was Dominican also, but he visited Dominican Republic frequently. Um, she already had children and had divorced. Um, but she fell in love with him and, you know, he gave her the world and showed her everything. Brought her to this country and lied to her and told her that um, the paperwork didn't go through for their children. And um, six months in, before having, well, actually, I think she said after having her daughter with him, um, they uh, he started beating her and abusing her. Uh, at one point, almost killed her. And she, te- she was able to text her family to call 911 and the neighbors called. And intervene and it turns out when she went to the office of the Bronx District Attorney's Office for help um, to get her citizenship, it turned out that she already had her green card and was not not a citizen. She was uh, she had her proof of residency, like her green card which her husband at the time, the abuser, um, told her she didn't. So the office actually helped her um, obtain her driver's license, work, and um, her uh, citizenship, and was able to request for her children who were left in DR to come in. I mean, the story was horrific, it's, um, but it's common that, um, I mean, you can pretty much think of it as human trafficking, you know, men lying to women or even women doing it also for the men. I'm not going to put any gender in it because it's, it's just horrible either way. How can we help? The Bronx District Attorney's Human Trafficking Unit prosecutes traffickers and assists victims through emergency placement, counseling and therapy, job training and placement, social service referrals, and prosecuting traffickers. They are open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 p.m. The phone number is 718-838-7185. The victim's advocate number is 917-280-4212. What you can do to help if you or someone you know is in immediate danger, call 911. And then the last thing really quick for the uh, Office of the Bronx District Attorneys, they have a community affairs unit. And they pretty much uh, do similar to what I've spoken before. But again, they identify theft. Uh, the following workshop, oh, these are workshops that they provide. So they do community engagement. And, and I'm really um, glad that I picked this one of the community affairs because there was more, but um, I didn't want to go through all of the paperwork um, and then just go through the website. But I think some, the brochures actually help um, for people, you know, and then I can give these away to the, at the laundromat. 
Community engagement coordinators are assigned to police precincts borough-wide as the liaison to the community on behalf of the district attorney's office. Within their respective precinct districts, community engagement coordinators organize, schedule, and participate in a variety of outreach activities. So some of these activities are workshops um, for identity theft, after the arrests and you be the judge, human trafficking, counterfeit awareness, domestic violence awareness, elder abuse, making healthy choices, peer pressure, substance abuse, gang awareness, internet safety, and bullying and cyber. Um, they have a program called Concept Affairs, C-O-N-C-E-P-T program, uh, creating opportunities necessary to create empowered, positive teams. So I really want people to write this number down. So if you are part of, a, like if you are near teens or you know teens or you have friends or you, your children have friends, um, they have great programs here. Their phone number, uh, Read to Me program, which you can volunteer. Um, it says here, the Bronx District Attorney Legal and Support Staff volunteer at two local daycare centers weekly to participate in reading sessions to children of ages two and five. So if you want to participate as a volunteer, you can call 718 590 Seven two, and I think this is the email c a u at bronxda.nyc.gov. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Safe Horizon. Safe Horizon is available to all five boroughs. There. Website is safehorizon.org. Their main office is in 2 Lafayette Street on the third floor. I'm just going to read what the pamphlet says um, real quick. Our programs for children, domestic violence survivors, young people, and all victims of crime are groundbreaking and innovative. We base our work on research and we evaluate our effectiveness in order to deliver the best possible care to our clients. Safe Horizon is now at a turning point. We know that in order to continue to provide excellent programs throughout the five boroughs, we must be able to innovate. We were founded with a launch of Pioneer Court Program in 1978, and we have not stopped meeting the changing needs of our clients over the past four decades. So they do children find comfort, abuse survivors find sanctuary, young people find belonging, victims of crime find supporting. And no matter where you are, the Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, or Staten Island, Safe Horizon is there day and night whenever we are needed the most. For more than 40 years, Safe Horizon has offered the most comprehensive services anywhere to victims of crime and abuse. All right. So that was Safe Horizon. So remember earlier when I was talking about um, when, when you are a victim of a crime and you report it and you go through the process and it is a long process, there is um, a, a, a part and a, and a step that you can take if you don't have the funds to do anything, like to move or to transport your children or to just get started because of course when you leave um, and you make every effort to leave you can't go back 
Um, so you have to leave everything behind. So there's a Office of Victim Services, OVS, and the Bronx District Attorney's Office actually provides assistance to uh, the survivors or the people who need the help on how to complete the OVS application. So, um, and, and it's basically for compensation for everything. Um, it says who may be eligible for compensation. The victim must be an innocent victim of the crime. Victims of crime who were physically injured as a result of the crime. Victims of crime who are under 18, 60 and over, or disabled who were not physically injured. Certain relatives, including surviving spouse, grandparents, well, surviving spouse, grandparent, parent, step-parent, guardian, brother, sister, step-brother, step-sister, child, step-child, grandchild, or any other person dependent for his or her principal support upon the victim of the crime who died as a direct result of such crime. So the website is ovs.nyc.gov, and you'll see it there. And they have more information about what they do, the services they provide in New York State. And I think that was very helpful for them to have them there. And people, people were actually approaching, like they had a little section where people can actually privately talk to either police officer or anyone, counselors, therapists, and there were people coming up. So that was um, a good thing. I thought that was um, a very good way to have resources for those who were not in, in the run. Um, but while we were running and walking and rolling and bouncing, they still had that there for the people who were just walking by. So the next one is uh, CHOICE. And CHOICE is uh, Advocacy and Case Management Services. I think they are only in Westchester area. Let's see. Um, there's an office in New Rochelle. There's an office, oh, there's an office in White Plains. There's an office in Peekskill, New York, and in Yonkers. And what they say is uh, health advocacy, peer support, and healthcare management. We can help you obtain the mental health services and benefits out there for you. We offer peer advocacy and provide a personal care manager who will meet with you to develop a plan that creates positive and lasting change in your life. We can help you with Medicaid and Social Security benefits, food stamps, healthcare and health benefits, individual care plans. So I know, I know I'm giving you um, these resources and this information. I, I have not done extensive research on how they work. Do they really work? Is it, you know, not something that can really work for, you know, the listeners? But I think it's it's always good to continue to ask. And if if you ever contact any of these resources or give these resources to someone else who may need it, you know, please make sure that they contact their uh, district manager from their local district uh, community board office because the community board offices also have additional resources that you're entitled to and that you're able to do, that you're able to obtain. So uh, they say here that they are committed to helping um, people obtain safe, stable, permanent housing. Our homeless outreach program is run by professionals who understand the housing needs of our members so they can facilitate in housing and SPOA applications. Landlord negotiations, supportive home search, temporary housing, eviction prevention, 
and transitional services for recently incarcerated members. Supported employee training services. They can also help you become job ready, seek employment and remain employed. We offer workshops in workshops, interview support, and provide a foundation to help you succeed in your job. So they help with interviewing for success, interviewing clo interview clothing support, computers 101, typing, Microsoft Word, Microsoft Excel, Microsoft Outlook skills, job searching on internet, post-employment services, transportation to and from interviews, application support. So their website is here, choiceofny.org. And the last one is NYC Hope, and that's just a, a, a direct New York City um, resource. And it says abusive partners and others may track your visits to this web page. You can quickly, if you see it up here on the top of the screen in red. So you can click on that so that it doesn't save on your um, browser. And I'm going to have a talk on October, I think I wrote 29 or 27, 28 the Friday when I come back um, from an event uh, that I will be talking about dating abuse and technology. And I'm going to be, I'm going to have a series of conversations about that and just following it and see what people think and what people have experienced. And if you, if you do know someone or if you need more additional resources, please feel free to email me at saltycoffee at saltycoffeellc.com. I am not a professional. I'm not a counselor. I'm just someone who attends events and gather as much resources as possible. And I have conversations about it. But the Salty Coffee podcast was created to do that, to go out, seek resources, seek out information, and then uh, distribute it to everyone else. And in addition to that, you know, I interview people who can tell me their story, not necessarily about domestic violence, but about how they are empowered to empower others. Whether that be owning a business, quitting their job, learning a new trade, or learning a new um, concept of how to make money or new gig. That's what we do. And so Hope um, can connect you to resources. So basically, this website can take you to whatever it is that you need. Get free and confidential assistance. Here are the resources. Search for resources. Recognize the signs. Um, support others. When someone you know has experienced harm or violence, it may be hard to know what to say or do. So this is the part that most of us will be, you know, going to. And, you know, recognize the signs is also good. You know, we have children um, that we sometimes don't know what they're thinking or, you know. So it's good to, to just click on here and just go over it. Support others. Um, Learn to support others. Visit a family justice center. Walk into any New York City family justice center to get free and confidential assistance if you are experiencing domestic or gender-based violence, which can include intimate partner and family violence, elder abuse, sexual violence, stalking, and human trafficking. So that's HOPE, NYC HOPE. And um, I think it's important for us to know that people are working to do the best, you know, for, for the city. And it's just, I think it's just hard to keep up, you know, 
people were isolated in their homes for almost two years. So you, if you can just imagine, right? So um, that is it for tonight. I'm going to um, give put all this information on the description of each platform. Thank you so much for stopping by. Um, thank you for all of you who supported me on that run. And I'm looking forward to um, October 19th. You're going to meet the CEO and founder of Bamblish. Yes, I heard it all, all the same. But go ahead and use me. I need it now. I need it now. All them pretty words, always lame You're trying to entice me Not going down Not going down And you Trying to make a case Don't wait Cause you About to be erased Ace, I got too much love for me And that's bamblish.com, and it's all about periods. Men are welcome to come and listen. It's fine. But she's going to give us a little bit of history of her journey, her life, her lifestyle, and how she ended up creating such a product that's important for all women, you know, who have periods. I also want to uh, congratulate my other host, Icon from Icon World. All of us, and this is just my opinion of, of when I say all of us, those that come up under the master's hand, meaning we become dependent on a system that has been formulated. I said, damn, man, we've been domesticated. It's, it's, hardly, it's hardly ever a time where we want to go out, right, and utilize the natural earth that was put here for us to serve us, right, and go into it and take what we need. Please feel free to go to anchor.fm forward slash the icon for just basic information. Well, not basic, like his life story and how he correlates programming, positive, negative. He just talks about life. And I think some men who follow the Salty Coffee podcast, I encourage you to go visit to his talks. And if you're looking to have him as a guest on your platform, please feel free to reach out to him at um, his platform on Anchor. You can leave a message there or you can leave a message here on Salty Coffee and I'll be sure to forward it to him. Um, Put It On Me by Miss uh, The Queen of Southern Soul. Hey ladies, how y'all doing out there? I got something I want to say. So come on and pull up a chair. And let's talk about these sorry men. Because 95% of them all talk and no action. I had a guy that was chasing me down talking about what all he could do. So I took him up on his offer, y'all. Yeah, he whined and dined. And after that, he took me back to the room. But ladies, don't let these men fool y'all. Maybe like they Superman and really be the joker. They be talking all that noise, but they really can't back it up. Soon as I get ready to go, he don't already have enough. So stay out of my inbox, talking about what you can't do. Cause just like a man got needs, us women, we do too. Bragging out your shoe size, all the time he's telling me lies. Don't blame it on me, baby, but I hurt your pride.
That was <laughs> our lovely Miss Shelby. Put it on me. So I have also good news. We now made it to Arizona. So these are some of the countries for those of you who are not um, on a visual platform. <laughs> so we are Argentina, Ecuador, Ireland, Canada, Italy, Puerto Rico, Finland, United Kingdom, Australia, Netherlands, Dominican Republic, Nigeria, Belgium, Ghana, South Africa, Iran, Jamaica. Japan, Mexico, Colombia, and Spain. In the United States, we have the Bronx, <laughs> New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, California, Texas, Florida, Michigan. Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, Illinois, Arkansas, South Carolina, North Dakota, Maryland, Mississippi, Delaware, Kansas, and now we're in Arizona. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For all of those who support the Salty Coffee from all over, all over the world. For those of you who can't hear, we are also on Spotify, Google, Amazon Music. Anchor.fm, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Well, that's not Instagram. That was LinkedIn. <laughs> Instagram. Radio Public, Stereo Breaker, Mixcloud, Soundcloud. Thank you again for all of you who listen, who are tuned in right now on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. I forgot to say Facebook. Well, everyone have a great night. Sleep tight. Make sure you prepare for the week. Just take and remember, take one hour or 15 minutes just to relax and do you. When you're eating and taking a break from, from work for lunch, put the phone away. Just put it away. As a matter of fact, leave your phone. Leave everything. Okay, fine. You're concerned because a family member may call you. Then let it be that. Let it be a phone call from a family member. You don't have to be looking at your emails. You're not, like, you really need to learn how to take a break. If your work week is 40 hours, make sure that you're taking five hours a week to take a break. If you're getting paid for your lunch and you only have half an hour, lunch take the half hour and take a break away from it all get up from your desk and get out i'm not understanding the the i'm not i'm not getting it but to each his own but we have to help each other to make sure that we support each other our co-workers our commuters our neighbors that we're taking time off there's a lot of craziness happening. Um, so we need to be vigilant. We need to be aware. And we need to love each other and support each other as much as we can. 
Okay. With that note, have a beautiful rest of your evening with your family and friends. And make sure that next week, <laughs> I'm going to have some fun next week. Um, I will be participant in my good friend's wedding. And I just can't wait. I'm excited. I, I also have so much going on that's positive, positive, positive in my life. And I'm so grateful and blessed for the friends that I have, the family that I have, and for you who sit here and listen to me. <laughs> I appreciate it. Whether it's one or two, it's fine because someone is listening and I feel like I don't, I'm not doing things in vain or anything like that. So good night, everyone. Rune, Ricky Baker, Proximo Destino, La Galaxia. Le gusta el roce, le gusta tanto. Está puesta pa' bellaquear. Hablando de eso, ya se lo canta.